Blog Talk Radio. You are now listening to CLNS Radio, your source for all things basketball. You cannot stop this guy. This guy is unbelievable right now, and with the way he's playing, he's played an outstanding brand of basketball. You're trying to tell me he's not the next best thing? What are you hearing? Man, all I know is this guy can fall, and if you can come out and play with him, you can play with anybody in the league. I want your opinion. Call into the show. Why don't you drive the rack? Seriously, why don't people drive the rack more often? You're fed up with this cookie-cutter brand of basketball, not go out and hand-check. What are you comparing? The guy's got grit. The guy's got moxie, and the guy's got heart. What more do you want? Broadcast through Blog Talk Radio and CLNS Radio. They gonna love me for my ambition. Welcome to the Hooper's Log. Here's your host, Simo Bucket. They gonna love me for my ambition. Welcome on into an episode 138, a TNT Thursday. Yes, uh, even though the game's not on TNT, unfortunately, the game will be on ESPN tonight, 5.30 p.m. Pacific, 8.30 p.m. Eastern here. In about a half an hour, we'll, we'll only go on about a half an hour today until the game begins. We'll, we'll lead you up to tip-off of the Spurs and, and Oklahoma City Thunder uh, second round game six matchup tonight on Thursday. So if you're listening live, feel free to call in. The phone number is 323-642-1558. I don't see Andrew Norris in the, on the line. Uh, I, I believe he's still a very busy man. He has been doing a lot of things lately uh, with his life. I too, uh, for those of you listening live, first of all, very grateful for you to be listening either live or to the podcast. It has been a crazy whirlwind of a life uh, so far. Uh, me and my girlfriend are moving in together. Uh, yes, it's good stuff. It's, it's great stuff. Um, and uh, it's 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 just been a lot. You know, we're going to be moving in here uh, Memorial Day weekend, and uh, it's it's going to be a long process. We're going through the payment circumstance. Uh, you know, all these games that have been going on. Uh, work has just, for some reason has just been exhausting over the last week or so. It's been crazy. But we're here, episode 138, and this is the last couple of days until we go into every other day mode, starting on Monday for episode 140. Yes, tomorrow will be episode 139. Today is episode 138. We're going to recap the games for you from last night. There were also a couple of stories off the court that happened. Um, One thing before we get started, though, um, really, really, really sad news from the school Dayton as center Steve McElvin dies at the age of 20. Um, first of all, I work with a bunch of guys on my staff, um, you know, Calvin, uh, you know, uh, M- Michael Hicks, Andrew Norris, uh, Jack, you know, I know J- Jack stated on Twitter today, he's not going to be a part of the Hoopers log. Hey, that's okay. Jack, you're always welcome back. Whenever you want to come back to join the Hoopers log, uh, you're always welcome to do so. He wants to start his own blog thing. That is awesome. Good for him. I really, I really do wish Jack the best. Um, but all these guys are very young and, you know, a lot of the guys I work with, are very young. You know, I'm still very young. I'm 25. I'm a, I'm a baby in the scheme of things still in a solid, you know, third of my life has, has, has got already, already passed, but you know, I still have another two thirds to go. This guy, you know, maybe he only hit, you know, two thirds, a little over two thirds to go. You know, this guy has, has got, I mean, 20, you know, it, Steve McElvin dies at the age of 20 
Um, his cause of death has not been revealed. Uh, I mean, it, it just – this is a guy – where for Dayton, he let, he he broke their school record, I believe, with 50-plus blocks this past season and was a big impact on their team. I mean, this was a team that got to the NCAA tournament and was very, you know, very well run. And a redshirt freshman at Dayton definitely looked like he had somewhat of an NBA uh, aspiration to get there, athletic freak of nature. Um, it's, uh, it doesn't matter. You know, whether your preference towards anything or not, when anyone dies at the age of 20, it's a tragedy. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how they died. It, it does not matter at all. You know, it's the same thing if a child dies. Or it's the same thing if someone died, you know, 30 or 35, 40. You know, when you die before the age, in my opinion, when you die before the age of 60 or before the age of 50, but basically before the age of retirement, you know, when you get around the retirement age, around before 65, it's a tragedy. I don't care how you died, whether it's drug-induced, whether it's whatever. It's it's a sad nature, and for that we uh, I uh, you know by the grace of God I, I I pray for his family, I pray for the health of his of his uh, of his teammates, the mental health of his teammates, uh, the coach, the staff at Dayton. Um, incredibly sad news. I mean, I I looked at this and I I didn't know. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to glorify anything and, and just state his name because I I saw his name in the news. But anyone who dies in this great beautiful game at a young age at this age uh deserves some sort of recognition and not to, not you know not recognition for glorifying death or anything but, but from the standpoint of look uh 20 years old guy had a bright future who who knows maybe this guy would have been something in the NBA maybe this guy would have been something down the road been something special and we'll never ever get to know uh suddenly collapsing at his home age of 20 uh rest in peace to uh Steve McElvin today as he dies at the age of 20. Let's move on to fun things. Let's move on to fun things. Let's get happy. Let's get excited. Uh, it is a Thursday. Man, I'm telling you, I think over the last three weeks, it has been perfect weather here in the Pacific Northwest. It is absolutely gorgeous. I'm going to be going to softball practice here shortly. Obviously, the Spurs are up here shortly. They're on soon. Let's recap what happened last night. Hey, Kevin Hart, kick it off for us. All right, all right, all right. We're going to learn today. Last night, there were two big games, one series-ending game and also one game to push the lead to what it was. Game series tied 2-2 between the Heat and Raptors last night, and the Raptors got off to a very quick start. And realistically, that's kind of how the game went. Uh, the Raptors started off real quick, real hot, 28-18 to in the first quarter against the Miami Heat. And from there on out, it was pretty much, you know, the Raptors pretty much shut the game down. I mean, they were up, they were up 13 going into the fourth. And the Heat just kind of, you know, the, the, the Raptors kind of just treaded water after that. And, and you saw the Raptors take care of business. DeMar DeRozan finally showing up in the playoffs, playing great basketball, 34 points for him. Uh, the rest of that team looked unbelievable as well. Again, this team is without Jonas Valanciunas, and they're playing great basketball now. Kyle Lowry, 25 points last night on 9 of 25 shooting, 4 of 9 from the, from the three-point line. DeMar DeRozan, 11 of 11 from the, from the free throw line. Unbelievable stuff. And Kyle Lowry also had 10 rebounds, 6 assists, 25 points, 3 steals, all over the basketball court. Bismack Biombo, big-time step-up performance considering the loss of a guy like uh, uh, Jonas Valanciunas. And Corey Joseph off the bench, 9 points in 25 minutes of play, 4-6 from the field. This was a performance you want to see as a Raptors fan 
and see the team uh, uh, get itself around. You know, and the reason why they played so well in this game, Dwayne Wade, 20 points. Look, if you think about it, if Dwayne Wade goes off for 30 points in each game and the rest of the team plays the way they did, look, Richardson, 13 points off the bench. Everyone was very con- contributive in off that bench for Miami. That Miami bench did its job. I mean, they, they flat out did what they needed to do to get the victory. And the, and, and the Raptors still, they're only utilizing nine players on that team. They still only have a nine-man roster. Now, granted, don't get me wrong, you know, a lot of the guys, obviously, they'd use 10 if they had Jonas Valanciunas. But from the standpoint of their rotation, they still heavily use their starting rotation. But the Miami bench really played great in this game. It just goes to show you that the that when Dwayne Wade has a great night, he did not have a great night last night. He looked six of fourteen from the field. He did shoot seven of ten from the free throw line, which is not bad. Again, but twenty points. You gotta get more than that to help your team. He's gotta be the superstar to help this team get at least to the next round. But Kyle Lowry and DeMar DeRozan, when they're combining for fifty nine points and the rest of your team does enough, you're gonna win. And that's what happened. And and that's what happened. You gotta give kudos to the Miami bench though, even though it wasn't enough. Um, because that starting rotation of the Toronto Raptors got it done and got it done for the victory. 99-91, to 91, this game really did come down to the beginning and the hot start that the Raptors got to. They're now up 3-2. Game six will be tomorrow night, I would assume around the same time, 8 o'clock uh, p.m. Eastern time, around the same time the Spurs game's going on. And uh, from that perspective, uh, they will be getting it done. Yeah, same time, 8 o'clock p.m. Pacific uh, on ESPN. I will be tuning into that. Obviously, the show will be on, but after that, we will get at it and get and get it going. Um, for now, for now, what's going on in the NBA and tonight? Obviously, Spurs Thunder game six tonight. Oklahoma City leads three uh, two, and, and they've been saying it all along. But the Spurs are favored by one, which I don't understand. I think the Thunder are going to win this game tonight. And I think they're going to get geared up and get ready to go for a great Western Conference Finals. I think this is going to be – either way, Spurs or Thunder is going to be an unbelievable Western Conference Finals. And I am excited for whoever comes out of the, of the game tonight. And I think the San Antonio Spurs I, – I, I think this will be the last time we see the trio. Not from the standpoint of, you know, uh, from the standpoint of them not playing well. From the standpoint, I think they're done. I, I really think they're going to split up after this. I think Tim Duncan – will retire after this season. Um, if they win this game tonight and then they go to a game seven and it's a classic, uh, maybe a different opinion, but they got to win tonight. And I think uh, this is a, this is just – I mean, look, coming into this series, it was an uh, – I mean, from so many different perspectives, so many incredible perspectives on where this team – you know, just this series, you know, the Thunder with Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook and that – uh, you know, that debacle with them coming into this series, knowing where, where they might go in their off seasons in the next couple of years, the San Antonio Spurs and their age group team, if they lost this series, what would it look like? Both teams have so many different storylines either way, no matter which way the series would go. And it, it's just been incredible. And tonight should be a fantastic cap off if it is the end of the series. And I think it'll be the last time we see Tim Duncan, Manu Ginobili, and Tony Parker all in the same uniform together. I think I think that's it. I think that's all we're going to see, and um, it's 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 a sad sight to see, but that's what we're going to have tonight. Again, that game's on at 8:30 p.m. Eastern. That game will be on tonight. If you'd like to call in and talk about the show, also by the way, if you'd like to call in and talk. I think that's Andrew Norris on the line. Is this Andrew? Hey, Andrew, what's up, buddy? What's going on, man? I uh, you made it. I just got out of a meeting. 
I got a meeting, another one in about 10 minutes. Uh, it has been no a crazy, crazy, crazy week. It's going to be a crazy few weeks. Um, I mean, next week's going to be even crazier because we got all the same stuff going on. Uh, on top of that, I don't know if I've said it on the show yet, but I do have a tryout for a semi-pro baseball team, which is really exciting. Um, yes. You know, I, I just even having the opportunity to get paid to play baseball, that's, that is extremely exciting. Uh, but I, And the coolest part of all of it is I get to keep my job because all the games are played locally here. Uh, yes. But, you know, it, it's been an insane week. We, uh, as all you guys know, I got sick about a month back. Uh, we fell very far behind when I got sick. Um, so I, I, I've spent a lot of my days trying to catch up. And when you're trying to catch up, sometimes you fall further behind because you can't get your normal stuff done. Um, but we are uh, we're grooving here. I'm I'm paced for about you know 70 75 hours this week. Um, it's, uh, it's a lot of fun though. It's a lot of fun. And I'll tell you what, next Friday is going to be a lot of fun too when I get that check. Um, but you know, it's uh, good to be here. It's good to talk basketball. And I agree wholeheartedly with what you just said about the Spurs. Oh, on top of everything. On top of everything, when I pulled out of work today to just kind of leave for a minute, um, you know, me and my me and my girlfriend are looking at houses. We're looking to buy a house here pretty soon. Um, <laughs> I went to go show my buddy just a little bit down the road, and as I pulled out of my buddy's house, I was lucky enough to get about a eight inch long uh, screw go right through my tire. So that you know that lovely. was that was a blast. I gotta I gotta tell you yes, that lovely. was probably the best part of my week. Um, as you can tell, it's been a very fun week. Uh, I, I don't know if you mentioned we, you know, Jack, uh, one of our writers. Yeah. He, uh, yeah. He left the scene today, uh, so you know we, we were disappointed to hear that. But shout out to him and good luck in all his future endeavors. He's looking to start yeah. his own blog, which I, uh, I wholeheartedly support. I wholeheartedly respect. Um, it's probably something I would have done. You know, even though the Hoopers log isn't necessarily mine, it, it is yours. But we're all in all, yes. you know, we make decisions together. We we we're as far as you know, this show goes. We're we're about as close to 50, fifty partners on on all the things that matter. Yes. Um, so you know, it, it's always a good good thing for that. And it's just uh, been a crazy crazy week, man. And a crazy I know day. You've been and busy. It is, it's raining. I know I'm just kind of rambling on, but it's it's raining here, and you should see some of these lightning bolts that are coming across the sky. So. Um, you know, I, I don't know if Ollie wants to say anything, but uh, if I drop off the line, you know, I, I apologize about that. I only have about six minutes left anyways before I got to get out of here. That's okay. Andrew, I know you've been busy. I mean, I've been mentioning it on the show. I, I, I know I haven't heard from you. I know you've been saying you're, you know, I know you've been having a tough time getting on. It's not a problem, man. I totally get it. It's been a very, very busy time. You know, us and the Hooper's Log and all that, it's totally fine. I mean, I'm sure of those listening to the podcast or listening live, they totally understand. I mean, it's we and the thing is, I've, and I've been harping on this the last week and a half now, especially knowing that this is the last week of going every day since November. I mean, people look. I know I don't say this enough, but it's May twelfth. We've been doing this since November second. I mean, we, this isn't like you know, this isn't like we've you know we've done like forty episodes in a season. We've done 
over almost 140 in a season. And we've gone almost every day outside of major holidays. And it's, I mean, we have juggled time. And we really put a lot of our effort into this. And I know Andrew does as well. And like you said, man, this is a partnership between me and you, man. We're like Katie and Russell Westbrook or whoever duo we want to make it. We make it, we try to make it work. And I know you're busy. I don't have any, and I know your circumstance with the tryouts. I really wholeheartedly want you to do it. And I really want you to make it because that'd be awesome. Um, and also, like you said about Jack, I mentioned Jack, again, uh, want him to be as successful as possible. And he's always got an open invitation to come back if it doesn't work for him. We, 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 just, we, want, we want writers. We want writers for YouTube personalities. We want people to dry out if they really want to be a part of something big. We're, we're in the mix. And we're also building right now. And like I've said to some of the guys, you know, as you've seen on the Twitter messages, if anyone wants, if everyone's seen, we're, we're, we're not there in quote unquote building yet. We're, we're going to build this summer. And I'm telling you, come next year, we're going to have some, I mean, with the platform we have now, we're going to build even bigger next year. And we already got pretty big so far now after where this all started. Look, this all started from an idea by myself in December of 2014 and look at where we're at now i mean we've got over 150 followers per show per day and we you know we've got you we've got we've got the website we've got we've got our oh, we've got a couple writers editors uh we got people listening we got people inter- interacting on twitter we got people who want to listen to the show who want to hear us people calling in i mean this is growing we're doing something here you know and it's tough right now i mean we look this is the equivalent of us being down to the like we are down to the thread of empathy on all this. It's just been a lot. And, you know, with that being said, Andrew, I know you got to go in a second. What's your take on what's been going on in the playoffs over the last week or so? I know you haven't been on the air. I know you've been busy. But what have you seen when it comes to the world of basketball as of late? And just give me your thoughts before you get back to get back to being busy out there in Detroit. Well, it's been fun. That I've been so disappointed that I haven't been able to come on and talk about, you know, series that I'm, I was so excited for, and I'm so excited for the conclusion of it, of the Raptors and Heat. Um, you know, the the Thunder are shocking the world right now, and as much as people don't want to yeah. say a team with Russell Westbrook and Kevin Durant can shock the world, they are. Because the way this team yeah. looked in the regular season compared to the way that Spurs looked in the regular season, this team did not look like a team that could take them to seven or even six. I mean, a lot of people picked them to lose in six, Purely that they had KD and Russell Westbrook, but it is it is really awesome to see them come together and not play that selfish ball that they have played for years. I mean years, man. Yeah. Since James Harden, you have not seen this team play as a team, uh, especially late in ball games. That they're doing it all right right now. And honestly, I think they know if they don't close it out tonight, they're probably going to lose the series. Um, and I really want to see Golden State for go fall the city. Uh, before yeah. we do head out of here, before I let you finish up the show, um, first of all, I saw the most stupid report I've ever seen when Bleacher Report decided to send me out an update on LeBron's retirement when he's 31 years old. Um, that made me want to, <laughs> you know, delete the app and never go back on Bleacher Report because I don't care about a 31-year-old who's never been hurt in his life, who's probably the most freakish <laughs> athlete we've ever seen his retirement talk because yeah. it's non-existent. Um, and he kind of treated it as such because um, it's just stupid to even think about. Uh, right. You know, and uh, it, the, the thing we're looking for the most right now, even more so than writers, we want a YouTube personality or two or three or something. Yeah. Because yeah. if we can get that YouTube up and running, if we can get some visual product out there, people will be so happy to listen. Uh, like you said, what do we start off with, Chris? Um, what were we getting when I, in the 
beginning of November? Five to ten listens a show? Oh, man. We were getting about, I think, at our best, we were getting about 10 to 20 at our best, 10 to 20 per per day. Right. That was that per was day. And solidly yeah. at at least 300 now. Every day. Yeah. Um, Sundays, Sundays and Saturdays when we don't have a show, we're getting 275 listings at least. At least. And it's amazing, <laughs> you guys, even though I haven't been on to thank you. Uh, if you want to be part of this, come join. Come to YouTube. Uh, even if you're just, like, making videos, you don't even have to put your face in it. Uh, come do that. We want to make this thing huge. Other than that, you know, I'll let this take it away now, but I say every time, guys. All right, Andrew, get back to your busy life. I know you're busy, man. Hey, have a good one. Um, I know he's busy out there in Detroit. I mean, I, it's been tough here on the Hooper's Log. Um, we're, we're coming down to the stretch stretch run when it comes to our shows here uh, for the season. You know, we realistically only got about – Realistically, only got about a couple a uh, couple months left. Really, I mean, about a month and a half until we get into all of our shenanigans on the show. I mean, it's 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 been uh, it's been a year. It's been quite the year, and we we're we're looking at a year of history. And I I was going to get to this game before Andrew came on. I want to get Andrew on the show though. The Warriors won last night, one twenty five to one twenty one. And look, I mean, I, I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna try to make the effort to accept Steph Curry. Look, it's just that simple. I, I don't like him. I won't like him. I won't. I, it's not that I don't like him as a person now, especially now. Now, look, I've, I've grown to like him as a person. I don't like his game from the standpoint of what he does beyond the three-point line. Inside the three-point line, I have no problem with his game. Not anymore. That is not an issue. I don't have a problem with that. But again, last night, there were two plays late in the game in the fourth quarter where he decided to dance out on the three-point line and shoot a ball with a guy in his face. Look, this was a this was a four point victory for the Warriors last night. And don't get me wrong, they're gonna be the greatest team of all time if they win the NBA championship this year. There's no debate. Um but at the same time, you know, one twenty five to one twenty one, this game came down to the wire and it, it all relied on Steph Curry and his ability to shoot the ball from the outside down the stretch. It did. And if if the Warriors are going to rely on that, like like Andrew just stated, between Oklahoma City, which I, I wholeheartedly think Oklahoma City uh, Thunder are winning tonight, um, and if they play Oklahoma City like that, where they rely on Steph Curry, I mean, I know people are going to sit here and tell me that Steph Curry is way more clutch than Russell Westbrook. I don't deny that, actually. Um, but at the same time, Kevin Durant, it, it, this is a crazy stat. Four of the last six years, the Oklahoma City Thunder, if they win tonight, will have made the Western Conference Finals. Think about that. Four of the last six years, that's Kevin Durant being in the Western Conference Finals. That's greatness. Like, look, what Steph Curry's done over this last two-year period is unbelievable. Two straight Western Conference Finals. But I saw a stat at the end of the game where this is only the fourth time in the Warriors organization franchise. Franchise. Since they moved to Golden State, that they've made it to the Western Conference Finals. You need to understand long-term jeopardy before you start to name off guys like Steph Curry as the best player ever. You can't. No, it's only been two years. Two years? These last two years have been two of the best years any player has ever had, and I am going to make the effort to try and accept him as much as I can and not bag on him. He doesn't deserve it anymore. Look, 73-9, and they're back in the Western Conference Finals. They got a little bit of a rest before they play either San Antonio or Oklahoma City, more than likely Oklahoma City. And Andrew mentioned it himself. I mean, look at this team, this Oklahoma City team, and look at look at them in how they are turning it around. 
And when they play the Golden State Warriors in the NBA Western Conference Finals, I don't necessarily think it's a shocker anymore. I think this team is figuring it out. I think this is their time. I think the Oklahoma City Thunder are figuring it out. And here's a, here's a, here's a thing to rattle your brain if you're listening to the show either live or on the podcast. This Oklahoma City team, if they win this game over the Spurs tonight, and they somehow, and I don't think it's going to happen. I'll, I'll feel crazy if I think it did happen. But if they somehow beat the Golden State Warriors in the, second, in the, in the, in the Western Conference Finals, which wouldn't shock me, and then if they beat the, 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 uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers in the finals, you're looking at a circumstance where this might be the greatest playoff run of all time. I mean, and that's not, that's not a debate. I don't know if you can debate that. They would have knocked off probably three of the best teams we've seen in the last 10, 15 years. I mean, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not trying to sound crazy, but that might actually happen. And, and Russell Westbrook and Kevin Durant, if they won the title this year, it might be the greatest stretch of NBA basketball ever. I mean, we're talking about the Golden State Warriors who just had the greatest season of all time. But if they can get knocked off by a team like Oklahoma City, who just knocked off the Spurs twice on the road. Who's to say they can't do it? Who's to say they can't knock off the Warriors and do it? You know, so there's a lot to be said there and a lot to, lot to go forth. Um, but with that, the Warriors won last night 125 to 121, knocking off the Trailblazers against Steph Curry, 29 points, 11 assists. Let me tell you something. C.J. McCollum, 27 points on his final game of the season. You talk about a guy coming in the next year where those two guys, they might be the top, they might be a top two, top three backcourt in the NBA this year right now. We might have just seen the, the, the best two backcourts in the NBA face off in the second round, and now the Trailblazers are under national attention starting next season with what they did in this playoffs. They, they won't, what they did will not go unnoticed against the Golden State Warriors. It was unbelievable what they did against the Warriors, and, and all the kudos needs to go to them and Terry Stotts. They had an unbelievable season with everything that happened a year ago. Now all they got to do is build up and just get better from here. Hopefully, that now next year the goal is to make sure it's not a fluke. If they can prove the same thing this year, if not improve a little bit, then definitely they are a for real organization moving forward because they remind me a lot of the Milwaukee Bucks. Last year the Milwaukee Bucks looked like a young team getting better and better. The Trailblazers, you want to hope that's the same thing. I think they will. I think they're going to be fine. But for the most part, an absolutely incredible season by the Portland Trailblazers. Tonight, like I said, Spurs, War, uh, Spurs, Thunder, game's on in about five minutes. We'll get off the air here shortly. There's a couple of, couple of news stories before we get out of here, obviously, in the NBA. Scott Skiles turning down, uh, finishing with the Magic. Uh, he only left after one season. Interesting enough, it's a fascinating, fascinating thing. Apparently, he left because he wasn't seeing eye to eye with the GM. Now, look, I mean, look, the Heat haven't been as good. I mean, excuse me, the Heat, the Magic haven't been as good for a reason because maybe that's why. Maybe the GM is blind to his own narrative. Maybe he wants to see certain things happen when he can't, when they when they won't happen. Um, you know, I know it's confusing for you to sound, but but maybe maybe Scott Skiles saw that he just wasn't the right fit for this team. You know, and I hope. He finds another coaching job because what he did with this team and how they declined by, at the end, second half of the year. Look, the first half, they were fine. I think they just hit a wall. I think talent-wise, they're, they're fantastically built, and they're going to be a great team down the road. But when it comes to their ability to be the legendary team that they are, look, I, I mean, they're still babies. I mean, they are babies. 
you got to give them time to grow. And Scott Skiles, as a head coach, has been un- – I mean, he was unbelievable this year, really. I mean, doing what he did with the Orlando Magic this year and helping them improve, I think he helped them improve a lot. And they see a lot of themselves in this. And if he doesn't feel like the coach going forward, maybe it is a better opportunity for him to do that instead of butting heads down the road and getting fired at a time when the team's trying to develop. I think that's a really good move for Scott Skiles. I ripped him earlier in the day because I thought, look, he's quitting on the team. But no, I think he I think he recognizes that this is not the position for him and that he needs to move forward and figure it out. You know who the Magic need to go after now? Frank Vogel, flat out, hands down. Look, and this look, I don't think anyone saw this. No one saw this coming. No one saw a guy like Frank Vogel, excuse me, uh Scott Skiles leaving the Magic like he did. No one saw that. No one. And here's the great thing. Here's the here's a scary thing. Here's a scary thought. Uh the Magic have an open coaching vacancy. You talk about a place you would want to coach right now with that talent. That team has a big three waiting. I mean, I mean, you talk about just simmering in the oven right now, getting ready to come out and be the greatest thing you've ever seen. Uh, you know, uh, Peyton, Alfred Peyton, Victor Oladipo, Nikola Vucevic. I mean, come on now. You get Frank Vogel in there immediately for an interview, and you tell him, I got a big three waiting for you. Let's go. Let's go to some playoffs. Let's compete. Let's compete. Let's get better. Let's improve. Let's make a project out of this. That is a very fun project to take care of. And I think if you're the Orlando Magic, you dive into the Frank Vogel uh, uh, sweepstakes. And I know they're talking to Hornacek as well, who was the Suns head coach last year, which wouldn't be a bad option. But Frank Vogel, that is the number one option you need to go after right now if you are the Orlando Magic. we got about a minute left in the show. Yes. A minute left. It's about 529. Minute till tip off in Oklahoma City. It might be the last time Tim Duncan takes the floor if the Spurs lose tonight. That's kind of weird. Now, I've been watching Tim Duncan since I was eight years old. I'm 25 now. It's it's uh it's pretty crazy. So uh, for that, that's the Hooper's log. Episode 138 is in the books. That it is May 12, 2016. May 13th tomorrow. It is Friday the 13th. And guess what? Our last daily Monday through Friday show is on. Friday tomorrow, but we will be back on Monday after that. So episode 139 tomorrow, same time, same place. We'll be talking about this game from tonight and any other breaking news in the NBA or anything else for that matter in the world of sports. Again, Dayton, uh, rest in peace to uh, the young man who died there today. And uh, we dedicate this day to him. And uh, for that, have a great night. Enjoy the basketball game as it's on now on ESPN. Thank you again for listening, everybody. Have a fantastic rest of your night.